You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Hello, gods and goddesses. Welcome back to episode four. What's up? So, yeah, we're back to our regular scheduled program. Yeah. Back to the beginning. So, you know how there's like a Where's Waldo? <laughs> no, seriously, where is Chrisette Michelle? Because I could have sworn she was supposed to perform, and I just, I don't know where she's at. Right. So, you know, to play devil's advocate, I did not watch the inauguration, okay? I was at work, and I don't think he was worthy of my time, but I saw a lot of um, snaps and yeah, clips, Facebook stuff, and, you know, Instagram. I didn't see her not one time. Not at all. When B performed, though, everywhere. That's true. So That's very true. So we're just going to put out a hashtag, hashtag, where is Chrisette? We just want to know that you're okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, you did, you know... You are technically a traitor, but... And that makes me so sad, because I loved me some Chris. No, can I tell you, her and Jasmine Sullivan done got me out of so many heartbreaks. I know. And somebody on my freaking timeline said, what's she going to sing the Aston Martin music? Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Because you know what? Chris <laughs> Michelle got some no, good she songs. Has, first of all, her albums are phenomenal. Right. You may not know her, but you know her now. <laughs> So, yeah, wherever you are, Chrisette, we just want to make sure you're okay, girl. Right. So just check in, you know. Because I'm sure black Twitter got to that ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They sure did. Um, but on a serious note, this inauguration and this Donald Klump right. situation. <laughs> Donald Klump. No, I have to post a video on the the Instagram of my younger sister please post about it Donald we're gonna post it it's actually really funny it's hilarious she's like he's gonna put all the brown people <laughs> <laughs> the brown people in jail I'm like how do you know that right Donald Clump <laughs> so funny right but so yeah um, we just know that it was probably a hard time for people accepting that and it was a hard time for us accepting it too so I imagine there are tons of people who kind of feel the same way so with that being said, we have created a space on our Instagram, um, a post. For you guys. Yes. So we want you to unload. Um, we know it's not something you really talk uh, about at work. Some of you have family who, you know, may have wanted him in office. I don't know. Maybe you can't talk about it at home right. or at school. But Goddess Culture is really opening up that conversation. So if you need to get something off your chest about... Donald Trump and all that and what's going on, Definitely. leave it there. Just dump it all. <laughs> right. Dump it all in our comments. Dump Trump in our comments. Dump Trump. But be respectful of each other. You Absolutely. Know? And just so that you guys know where to post it, uh, we did have we did put up an affirmation uh, from Alex L. Of course. <laughs> so Thanks. it's gratitude for the uncomfortable moments because there is a promise of growth on the other side. So we, we know that this is a situation where no one wants to sit there and say, like, Don, Donald Trump is going to be here for the next four years. Like, no one wants to admit that. But at this point, his inauguration was today. And we have to move forward. And we have to, we really have to try to, like, make the best out of the situation because. Yeah. And I think really making the best out of the situation starts by, like, protecting your own peace in this moment. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's uncomfortable, but, like. God wouldn't have gave us Donald Trump for no reason. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's a segue into something more positive. Yeah. Because in my head, it was supposed to be a celebration for the first woman president. Okay. And I was so excited. But, you know, everything comes in God's timing, so I'm not even going to press it. But just know, Donald Trump will not be here (laughs) 
for much longer, I don't think. Yeah. Let's not give him eight years. Absolutely. Abs- absolutely not eight years. Literally, please, God. But moving forward into our unbossed segment. Yes. Yeah, so our unbossed segment this week, I'm so, so excited. Um, we had an opportunity to reach out to her. Um, and she has some cool stuff. So we're going to get started. So her name is Ashley Little. Um, and her company is called Bossy by Nature. So Bossy by Nature is a go-to guide for raising entrepreneurs, college students with uh, colossal dreams or business professionals looking to get ahead. The purpose of BBN is to share the experiences of Ashley and others, as well as share useful information to those who need it. Um, so basically, it's like a collective um, on top of that, Ashley is also um, a brand specialist and a graphic designer who consults a number of companies from Fortune 500s down to small businesses. She started um, her business in 2015, and she really helps, she loves to help young creatives and young professionals like herself. So I think it's awesome because this we um, felt so passionately about getting her mentioned on the show because that's really what Shanice and I are. We're two young exciting business people entrepreneurs entrepreneurs business women let me correct myself who basically wanted to create something for ourselves absolutely um something that we are so very passionate about and to just to be surrounded by people who are kind of pushing that dream forward is awesome and she seems like like a one-stop shop like yeah it seems like you can get it all there like yeah. for us when we were starting up we had to get our logo here get our website here find out how to work on itunes here yeah and it seems like she has it all and you know, if you guys have the opportunity and you want to start something new, mm-hmm. she seems like a really sweet girl, and I would definitely be down to work with her. Absolutely. Um, I had a chance to check out her website, and it's actually, like, popping. Like, seriously, um, go to her website. It's dot com. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm, like, getting sick. I don't know where this came from. Actually, I'm, like, never well, so. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I've been sick all winter. But yeah, her email is um, A-S-H-L-E-Y-L-A-N-I-A at bossybynature.co. And again, her um, her blog for Bossy by Nature is www.bossybynature.co. Like I said, um, she's absolutely awesome. I love the fact that we had a chance to connect with her. Um, and it really is working perfectly with what we saw for ourselves with goddess culture being able to be around people who were all inclusive and just excited about being young business owners being women um and doing our thing out here absolutely and don't be nervous that you didn't catch jordan's spelling of the website we're gonna post all of this on our instagram page yes and our twitter if you haven't followed our twitter make sure you follow the twitter it's at goddess x culture so we'll be posting all of her information, her contact, her website, her blog. So you can definitely use her to, you know, for any needs you need and just, you know, create some black girl magic, black boy magic. You know what? Any type of magic. Black magic. We just love magic. We do. So this is the creative space. And that's kind of what our Unbossed segment is really about. It is. And her Instagram is like so cute. So if you need some tips on curating your Instagram, I would go check her out too. Like I said, all of her contact, or like Shani said, all of her contact information will be in the description of this episode and it'll also be on our Instagram. So you can check that out right now, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So. So this week. This week, Goddess Talk. Girl, we're getting into some good stuff. So. Um, 
I think a little piece of both of us has a little bit of like nerd in it. A lot of nerd. You're right. We have a lot of nerd in us. And of course, we couldn't not have an episode about books. So we're going to talk about a book that has changed our life. Oh, my gosh. And whereas we probably wanted to do more than one book. um, Like three. Yeah, right. Um, We don't want to bore y'all because we could go on for days and then we wouldn't even be about God's culture anymore. It'd be a book club. <laughs> we should start a book club. You know, 2017, there's all these possibilities. We can yeah. get it popping. A lot of people do like book sharing now. Maybe we could do that. A book swap. Book swap. Yes, I want we should do a book swap. We should do a book swap. Write it down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? Greatness comes out of this, these conversations. Yeah. So yeah, book swap 2017. Look out for it. Um So I may be taking it like way, way back with my book, mm-hmm. but I feel like the point where I felt the most change was, you know, my preteen years, mm-hmm. you know, the the grimy years when you was learning and trying your best to be the best person and trying to figure out yourself. So right. some of the issues that I feel like I developed as a young child was obviously like I'm dark skin and now like nobody can tell me nothing about right. being dark skin. But, you know, as a child, being dark skin was not the trend, especially in two, like the early 2000s when I was a preteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I suffered, like, not suffered, but, like, I had a low self-esteem. I was like, that's not cute. And I just, I think my mom, like, noticed it a lot in me, especially when I moved to New Jersey, mm-hmm. to a predominantly Caucasian town. Mm-hmm. I almost, like, didn't fit in before, but, like, now I definitely don't fit in. <clears throat> right. It was, like, really hard for me to, like, get adjusted. And my mom did a really great job as far as, like, bringing my friends from Brooklyn to New Jersey often so that they could, so I could hang out with them because I had a hard time. So the book that I related to the most and really helped me like grow up kind of was called The Skin I'm In by Sharon G. Flake. Now, this book, it's a really good book, but it's also, you know, designed for preteen age, mm-hmm. you know, adults, young adults. But it talks about like the journey of a young girl going through middle school um, she was obviously she had um, she was not poorer but like like lower like middle class like lower yeah lower, lower class. class. So her mom like made her clothes and she oh, got okay. bullied because of that and then like her dad passed away and then she was extremely dark skinned But the thing that stood out to me the most about this book was on the cover of the book. It's just this like beautiful melanin filled dark skinned girl. Mm-hmm. When I saw that book, I'm like hold up she looks like me right you know same like kind of nose like big wide eyes like just coated in this chocolate right and like being a young girl like seeing that was like you know it was inspiring for me because representation yeah Yeah. seeing something and wanting to be like that and wanting to like change my thought process so Mm -hmm. it kind of helped carve me to the woman i am today no one could tell me nothing about being chocolate like so what would you say, um, other than like the representation aspect, was there like something about the book that stood out that made you like, like what was the spark in the book that changed you, that like got you comfortable with yourself other than like seeing her on the cover? So obviously <clears throat> seeing her on the cover was the first thing that, you know, right. so my mom gave me this book and at this time I wasn't a reader. I was like just a regular do, do the reading that the school provides type, right. of, type of kid. And I decided to read the book especially after representation on this cover but like reading the book like I related so much to this girl like to the point where I was like like did my mom like make this book and <laughs> just like about me? <laughs> right and make it about me mm-hmm. 
And like, I think that's so important, especially as young people. And when we start to develop that, you have to relate to something. Yeah. Like, it doesn't always have to be skin color, but it could be something as simple as her mentioning in the book that, you know, she was poor. I've been poor. Mm-hmm. Like, she was hungry. I've been hungry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like those little representation, it made me feel like, all right, like someone else knows what I'm, what I went through, what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just, it like humbles you. It makes you like want to read more because I'm out here looking like the skin I'm in sequel like right. I'm trying to find it all because like I just want to like take in all of that love that the person well Sharon who wrote the book shout mm-hmm. out to Sharon G Flake she's amazing but I just wanted to take in all of her knowledge mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how I am now too yeah like I just every time I see someone who's inspiring to me or I would like want to be like I just want to like suck everything out their brain and yeah just, like, know like it. indulge yourself in them yeah but enough about me wait I have one more question so did that like epiphany for yourself or like that self-realization that happened like right away or was it like you had to process this? No, like the process, like it wasn't like I hate being dark skinned one day and then the next day I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm like black is beautiful. You know, yeah. it comes with like people have to be like your constant reminder. So yeah. like I have my mom who's like, you're beautiful. My dad who's like, you're beautiful. You know, I could hear that every day and be like, that doesn't mean anything to right. me. Right, but it's not until you believe it It's not yourself. until you start, yeah, it's not until you start believing it and you kind of like, you feel it in yourself, your self-esteem starts to rise. Like, obviously your preteen years, you're going through pimples and stuff, your skin starts to clear. <laughs> yeah. Like, you start to realize like, everybody who called me ugly is ugly too. Like, <laughs> like we all ugly right we're, now. We're like, ugly. We're 13. We're 13 <laughs> and we're talking about, you're telling me I'm too dark, you know? Yeah. Another thing. Oh, that's I not like, even ugly. That was just mean of them. Bullying. Yeah. But like, I've been like, you shut up, pizza face. <laughs> in the book, um, the girl was bullied, the main character. She was bullied. Mm-hmm. And there was another young lady who like kind of took her under her wing and was like, you know, if you continue to do your homework, I'll buy I'll buy you some clothes. Mm-hmm. Or I'll I'll help you show you what the newest sneakers is and I'll help you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like giving her like incentives to want to do better. And I feel like like now in my life, like I'm like always doing that for people. Mm-hmm. Like when I see like my younger cousins or my siblings like slacking off, I'm like, you do this and I'll take you here. Like mm-hmm. showing them that, you know, we can do this. Like you just you kind of need somebody to hold your hand through through insecurities, mm-hmm. like through issues with yourself. Yeah. Cause you you fighting it on yourself. It's like battling your own demons. It's like you're not getting far. You you get up one day, you're like, I'm ready to go and the next day you're like I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. So it's like having someone to hold your hand. And I had like <clears throat> super great mentors and super great people to be inspired by. And it's just like the book really helped me grow up. So it didn't happen in one day. But like over time, I was like, black is beautiful. Yeah. I love my skin tone. So for all of our listeners, uh, honestly, if you haven't checked out our Instagram, I will take a look now so you can see what Shanice looks like. Like literally, she is oh like gosh. the perfect like chocolate cover raisin. Oh. <laughs> Like, honestly, she has, like, such great skin. Like, she's honest, absolutely, she has, like, some of the whitest teeth, like, ever. Thanks. Like, honestly, Shanice is, like, so gorgeous. So, to, it, it's, like, it's, it's like, humbling to, like, think about an experience like that because you look at yourself now and you're, like, I'm so okay with myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, like, even back then, as a kid, like, everybody goes through, like, an awkward phase. But to not like yourself on, like, a fundamental level... And then to see where you are now, it's, like, yeah. such a great feat. Like, you've conquered something, no, it's you know? Like, it's, like, the biggest, like, you did You it. probably look back, like, why did I even think that way about myself? Because right. that shit, I'm popping, like... No, seriously. And that just goes to show that, you know, bullying is not okay. Like, yeah. in any standard. Mm-hmm. But it really has a psychological effect, effect on, yeah. like, kids, like, developmentally. Mm-hmm. 
And if you're going to like bully someone's child, if you're that low of a person, then you should really consider how you feel about yourself. Absolutely. I was just going to say like, that should be the first step. Like if a child's bullying someone, of course you have to like deal with like the repercussions of like their actions because it's hurtful. But then someone needs to take a look at, like turn, someone needs to turn a mirror to that child because they're missing something about themselves. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Wow. Crazy. That was like deep (laughs) now that's so awesome it's like changes you you know because like you i hear a lot of people talk about like their problems and it's like not little things but like you know they had pimples or something but like to think that like i really dislike the color of my skin Mm -hmm. something that i was born with that you can't change yeah that kind of scared me i'm Mm -hmm. so happy i read the book because it changed my life it changed my perspective yeah but like i definitely would recommend like if you see like a child um, that age around preteen struggling with skin color, please like recommend them this book. I also still mm-hmm. have it, and I'm willing to give it away as long as it's going towards like benefiting good, yeah, someone. Good home. Yeah, yeah, and just like, uh, like kind of going off of what she said. Uh, if you've seen our Instagram, you know what I mean. She needs to kind of like the opposite colors, <laughs> and <laughs> so my experience wasn't similar in that regard. But I do have a younger brother who she needs this color, and I remember. Uh, he he goes to a predominantly white school, and I remember um, it was like this day where kids had to like wear like monochrome, like it was like school spirit type yeah. of thing. So my mom bought Trent this like popping ass pink polo because <laughs> he and these pink pants. It's like it's like a thing. It was like October or something. So it's like right. breast cancer awareness. So of course he wore it for that. But my mom was trying to dress him for like it was like a, a day, another day during the school year and. Um, he, my mom pulled out the pink polo to wear with some jeans or something like that, and he didn't want to wear it. So my mom was like, "Why? Like it's cute. Like just put the polo on. Like you know what I'm saying." And some girl told Trent he was too dark to wear it. To wear pink? Yeah. You see, this is why I can't. So have kids. my and it was like a Caucasian girl. So of course my brother like took that to heart and started thinking he was like unattractive and too dark because a girl told him he was like too dark to wear his pink shirt. I can't. And like, what's crazy is. Like, the whole, like, how you were saying, like, it doesn't matter if someone tells you something over and over again if you don't believe it yourself. My, my, uh, Trent is my mom's only brown-skinned kid. Like, me and my other brother are, like, yellow. Like, we, the whole melanin thing, like, totally missed us. <laughs> so, my, and my mom always wanted chocolate kids. So, she, so she'd be like, you know, like, that's my little chocolate job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom would just, like, love on him because of his skin color. Yeah. Like, his entire life. And then it took one person to just, like, shoot it to hell. Tarnish the whole thing. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, this boy feels himself now. Like, nobody <laughs> can tell him. It. Like, th- he thinks he is just, like, freaking... A Dang. damn Tyrese back in the nineties, <laughs> like yeah, you know. So Love I mean, yeah. But I'm glad like you and him got that lesson earlier. Yeah. Then you know you didn't have to grow up being an adult, not liking yourself too, because it's harder to unlearn stuff. Yes. When you're 22, like and you're of, grown and yeah. you're trying to deal with insecurities, no one's gonna hold your hand as much as you know when you're younger. Right. Damn, that's crazy. If I don't know you back then, I'm like, girl, can you give me some of your chocolate? Because. <laughs> <laughs> because. Oh, okay. So what's your book that changed your life? So my book is um, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. You talk about this book all the time. I talk about this book so much because literally the month that I read this book, I mean, the time that I read this book, it was the best six months of my life. Like I had never been so uh, what's the word? I would say like liberated from myself. 
So last episode, we talked about how, like, I was, like, a little bit sensitive. Like, I was, like, a sensitive person. Um, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I wasn't, like, a crybaby. But I took everything that someone said to me, like, personally. I took it to heart. Um, and people, like, my mom really would tell me, like, it, whatever someone has going on, I mean, whatever someone says to you, and if it's negative, nine times out of ten, it has nothing to do with you. Right. It, has to do, it could be with themselves, what's going on in their lives, whatever. So if they say something, you don't like it, you take it and you go on. You know what I'm right. saying? But I didn't know how to do that. I internalized everything. So The Four Agreements is literally a book. It's these four basic principles that you probably learn in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you literally probably learn them in kindergarten. And he just reminds you of them. Um, when we go through life, it's like stuff we already know, but when we go through life and things are like added on and there's like more adult responsibility and the scope of our lives change, it's harder to like exercise these things, but he just reminds you how simple it is to live by them, like live a happy, simple life. So, yeah. So what was it like that led you to this book? You know, what's crazy is, um, I used to work at this spa when I was in high school and I like came home from college and worked and they always had this book there. And two of the owners kept telling me like, oh, you should read the book. You should read the book. I picked it up I mean, three times. Every time I picked it up, I never finished it. I probably didn't get past like the first 10 pages. Like I picked it up and put it back down. Then it was one time, um, it was my junior year of college and I had just came off of like a really bad semester. Like my second semester, my sophomore year was like absolutely horrible. I mean, like personally grade wise family wise just wasn't great and I like literally did a 180 like I wasn't going to eat if my homework wasn't done like I was going to bed at 12 o'clock I was studying even when I didn't have a test um I was keeping my room mad like mad organized I was eating healthy I was working out staying on top of my life yeah all of a sudden this book pops up and I was like let me just see one more time like let me give it one more go and I opened it up and I literally read it cover to cover. Wow. So like what about it? Like what was it about it that was so like amazing to you? Okay. Because I get it. It's the four agreements. But what so, What makes you so googly eyed? Let me tell you what these agreements are. So the first one is um, be impeccable with your word. The second one is don't take anything personally. personal. The third one is don't make assumptions. And the last one is do your best. Right. Is these agreements with yourself or yeah. are these agreements? It's so on a on a like a fundamental basis, it's agreements with yourself. Okay. So like for the first one, um, be impeccable with your word. Obviously, like nobody can exercise that but yourself. Right. But you know, you don't only do it when you're like talking with yourself, but you you exercise it when you're in conversation with the world. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. if I say, like I told myself, Jordan, you're gonna keep your room clean no matter what. I made that agreement with myself. So now I have to follow through with myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? No one can hold you accountable but yourself. Exactly. But let's say I say, Shanice, girl, we're going to meet on Friday to go out for drinks. And I cancel. No, but it would be like, even if I'm tired, I said I was going to do that. So follow through with your word. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's powerful. It is, and see, if it's, and he talks about, even with like the smallest things, like if you say... I'm going to wake up at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock rolls around, your alarm, your alarm goes off, and you're still a little bit sleepy, but you have something to know. Get up at 8 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Like, commit to yourself. That's crazy. 
I so think I think, this no, seriously, I think, so your question was like, what makes me googly eyed about it? It's the fact that I'm reminded again about the little things that I can do to change my life. Yeah. Yeah. I think I complicate things too much. That's so positive. Yeah. Because something as simple as you said, waking up at eight o'clock, <clears throat> me, I see that alarm and I'm like, got 34 more minutes. <laughs> right. You know, I'm right. going back to sleep. Right. You know? I- but, like, I like that idea that, you know, I made a promise to myself, like, almost like taking a vow mm-hmm. in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I made a vow to not cheat or to be there for you. Mm-hmm. I need to make vows to myself so I can make myself a better person. Exactly. Wow, that just made so much sense. Right. And it's like little stuff. Like, always do your best. When did you learn that? When you're probably five. You know what I'm saying? Your mom says, try as hard as you can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It doesn't matter if it's right, but try hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if you get it right the first time or the hundredth time. You tried yes. hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that's what was important about the, the entire act. So what about this book scared you? Because I could account for the fact that, you know, you were sensitive and I see it change like 1,080%. <laughs> so like, what about it scared you and what about it empowered you? Uh, I would say the thing that scared me about this book is that it was, it's going to sound like super basic, but making the agreement with myself to follow through with doing this stuff. Because it's from the outside looking in, it's simple stuff. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? However, you have to be intentional about doing it. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I had to cut, maybe my biggest fear was committing to myself to do it. Like thinking you would let yourself down. Yeah. It's easy to, it's easy to. Put yourself by the wayside all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to be like, oh, well, maybe next time. You know, next week, yeah. I'll be impeccable with my word. <laughs> right. Next week, I'll not take something personal. You right. know what I'm saying? But I guess making the actual commitment to to follow through and want to change myself was like the scariest thing. Because if I let someone down, it was nobody but me. And how many times am I going to let myself down? That's scary. Yeah. And that's deep. Yeah. So is this a recommendation book? Oh, girl. It is. It totally is. Um, it's a huge recommendation. Like, if there's any book, there are a couple, but this would probably be on like my top three right. books to recommend to someone. Yeah. And did it empower you? Yeah, it did. Um, like I said, for six months, I literally lived by these four agreements. Like, I wrote them on my notebooks and my planners. I wrote it, like, I had this whiteboard on my wall um I wrote it on that too because I wanted to remind myself to just like to commit to me um and it faded away (laughs) a little bit because life happened shortly after that six months so you know what I'm saying but I can honestly say that like like especially at work if I told them I'm going to do something and I'm going to get it to them by a certain day, even if they're not going to trip on me, if I don't, I said I was going to do it. And the form of agreements of like the be impeccable with your word thing, that's something I like stuck that like hit home and the um, don't take anything personally. Like, yeah, that definitely has changed me as a person. I'm still working on it because, it, you know, something I learned for 20 years of my life and then. I get this book that kind of changes it. So it's going to take more than two years to unlearn something. But yeah. I think that's really amazing because I sometimes find like it's like such a huge problem for me when I let myself down. Like mm-hmm. I beat myself up about it all the time. Like even like the littlest things like I like have this thing with timeliness that mm-hmm. I know timeliness is next to godliness, but I'm just missing <laughs> that like <laughs> that placement. Uh-huh. And when I'm like late to things, sometimes I really beat myself up about it to the point where I'm like, I'm not even going to go anymore. Mm-hmm. And I literally hate that. Yeah. 
Like, don't even count how many times I say literally, guys, because I say literally <laughs> all the time. Every sentence. But well, I'm going to read this book and I'm going to borrow it today. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. <laughs> but yes, ooh, the book section got deep. You know, I didn't think our books would get this deep. But Neither you know, did I. Each book talks a different soul differently. Mm-hmm. Write that down. That's a quote. <laughs> we will get that down. <laughs> Can I just say, for the record, Jordan just reached for her pen to write it down. After, I was, I was really kidding. Use that as a promo. But we will be rolling into our fresh face segment now. Mm-hmm. Girl, how can I get my face looking good like yours, girl? Oh, all chocolatey. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so to, today, guys, I'm going to be talking about the L'Oreal Pure Clay Mask um, brand. So L'Oreal put out three clay masks this summer, early in the summer. And I know it was like super expensive when they first dropped. It was $13.49. And, you know, I wanted all three. So I had to wait for the sale. <laughs> So around August, I think Walgreens had it like buy one, get one, half half off. So I was like, that's a sale. So I got all three. So I'm here today to tell you guys exactly how I feel um, using all three and, you know, what it can do for your skin. I will be posting a video about them as well. You know, I got to show you guys so you don't think I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is the green one. It's used more for like purifying and to mattify your face. So my skin is extremely dry. So, like, this is something I would recommend for someone who has super oily skin because it really dries. Not dries, but it, like, it like sucks out, like, the excess oil. Mm-hmm. And I don't already have a lot of oil. So, this wasn't one that I was like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. It was more so it was good for the, like, um, I would say, like, after a party or, like, after going out on a long weekend of partying and yeah. you kind of want to, like, get all that sweat and everything off that your face. makeup and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, at your pores. Yeah, so this one was more of a mattifying one. It's the green one. Then there's a black one, and that one's for detoxifying and clarifying. So this one, I really love it. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite, but like out of like black charcoal masks, I would say it's a number one contender. Uh, it's really when you put it on, it's warm. Like when it's like it has like a heating, tingling sensation. Mm-hmm. So you automatically feel it working if you're the type of person who look for feels. Uh, to notice that something's making a difference. Mm-hmm. I put it on my skin. I usually use this one at nighttime because I like to leave it on my skin for longer than it says. <laughs> it says 25 <laughs> minutes. I leave it on for like an hour. Yeah. And when I take it off, I wake up the next day and I'm just like, yeah, so where are we going? Because I don't need makeup today. Right. It really makes a difference. And I think the heating sensation of it after you come out the shower, it opens up your pores. So when you come out the shower and you go to sleep, you kind of wake up refreshed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of you wake up and you got stuff in your eye and you're like, oh, like today's not the day. I need mm-hmm. makeup. You wake up like so refreshed and your skin is just like ready for the day. Got you. So the last one is like an orangey reddish complexion. Uh, this one is my favorite. Like this one was the first one I used. Like this one really, it's like an exfoliator and like a detoxer and like a skin cleanser all in one. It's like everything times crack. Like <laughs> times crack. I swear to God. So this one's like a brightener exfoliating, like I said. So I use this. This one, when you apply it, you kind of apply it in circle motion. So you apply it like a scrub. Mm-hmm. So it has those little micro beads where you can feel it actually like working on your skin. And you kind of like scrub it in. And when it dries, it dries like. Like, the way Aztec clay mask dries, it dries, like, like, really, like, dry. mm -hmm. But, like, when you wash that thing off, let me tell y'all. What does it do, girl? What does it do? (laughs) 
<laughs> when you wash it off, you feel amazing. Uh-huh. Like I, I was scrubbing my neck. Like <laughs> it's little too, so you want to be careful how much you use. But this thing is like the best thing for dry skin because my skin is so dry. It like wakes your skin up. It digs deep into like you know some times people squeeze their nose and like white things come out from your like oh yeah like whiteheads yeah. yeah. You scrub right there with this scrub, Jordan. It gets some- I, Jordan. <laughs> I, I will not lie. Okay, so I'm going to get some of that from you. <laughs> I swear to God, it's probably like the best scrub I've ever used. So like I said, I tried all three and I guess you guys know it's already the red one is my favorite. I definitely, definitely recommend it. If you don't want to buy the whole collection, start with the red one. If you have dry skin, if you have oily skin, start with the green one. And the black one is the perfect in between. Mm-hmm. It's like a combination skin combination and it's like the best like i really appreciate l'oreal for putting this out because skincare is becoming more popular and i feel like a lot of companies are abusing their name yeah by putting out like bad quality face washes and you know you go by the smell sometimes like you go by what smells good or what looks good in the bottle but you really have to look at the ingredients there's some really harsh stuff yes yeah you're putting these chemicals on your skin and then you're you're wondering why you're breaking out, you know? Mm-hmm. So not every fancy name works. But L'Oreal, you did a good job. And three snaps for y'all. That wasn't three, but <laughs> there you go. Three snaps y'all for you guys. Cute. That was <laughs> cute as hell. Okay, but that's it for the Fresh Face. I will be posting them on Snapchat with another little video. If it was cute, let me know. If it was too much, let me know. I, was, I was a little bit dancing in it and everything. But, um... Yeah, I want to know how you guys feel and which one's the best for you. And if you've tried them yeah, already. comment on the post. Yeah, let me let know what know. you think. Um, so that's so awesome. I'm glad you tried those. I will be trying that red one out for real. <laughs> it's the bomb. Um, all about this skincare stuff. But, you know, I kind of want to, like, open us up to something real quick. If there are any um, skincare lines that are looking for people to review oh, yes. their products, we accept <laughs> <laughs> you sending your things our way. Um, we're gonna be honest and we'll be honest this won't be like a paid situation because we want people to we want to stay credible yeah want everybody know that whatever we say like our all of our skincare advice and stuff is actually coming from like real stuff that we do yeah so if anyone's if you have a skincare line you're looking to like spread broaden your reach um you're looking to target our audience we will be accepting those absolutely and doing those good old reviews and she needs us killing it with this fresh face segment oh my gosh (laughs) stop with the compliments (laughs) You know, girl, I Making like to stroke blush. that ego. <laughs> <laughs> that chocolate ego, girl. Oh, my gosh. Here she goes. If you laugh at one of her jokes, she keep going. No, seriously, I can't. I'll probably start crying, so let's stop. Right. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to actually wrap this puppy right on up. It's over. It is over, I'm then. so sad. I know. Um, Chan, can you tell us what our affirmation was again? So, just one more time. Just so you guys know, dump Trump is still in full effect. <laughs> And we are still... What was that? Miss Sister Charlene? Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> you saw that video. It was dump funny. Trump. <laughs> She's like, where's everybody at? Come on over here. Dump Trump. With those white ass shoes. No, um, oh my goodness. Some nice shoes. <laughs> Some MIP shoes. <laughs> so the affirmation for today was gratitude for the uncomfortable moments because there is a promise of growth on the other side. We are moving forward and we have to move onward and upward and, you know, make Dr. Martin Luther King proud and Obama proud and just try to make the best out of this situation. 
Um, I see it, like I was watching the news today and I saw a lot of protesters out there and they're so angry and I wish we could channel that energy and, you know, put out some more positivity. But I understand everyone's frustration because Donald Trump is our president. Donald the duck. So sad. The cheetah. On Unbossed, you want to just wrap? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Unbossed, we have Bossy by Nature. Um, she is a collective that basically aids um, small businesses and large businesses with her Fortune 500 connections. Um, so if you're a small business and you're looking to have some guidance, um, make sure you check her out. Again, her um, all of her contact information is going to be on our Instagram right now, so you can run over there and check it out. Um, so yeah, and she also does graphic design, so if you're looking for logos, any promotional materials, anything like that, she is a one-stop shop. Absolutely. So I don't know if you guys noticed that we post, we recently posted our new email address. Yes. It's so cute. It is. It's gcinfo at goddessxculture.com. Yes. And our website is about to launch. And yes. there's a lot of exciting things we have in store for you guys. So we want you to stay connected. So make sure you follow our Instagram and our Twitter. Same thing, goddessxculture. And, you know, if you have any ideas for Unbossed, mm-hmm. if you have any ideas for the skincare we are always looking at our DMs. It goes yes. down in the DMs. Um, and if you are looking to nominate somebody for our Goddess Crush Wednesday, you can also slide in our DMs or you can email us. Um, just make sure you give us their contact information. If you are nominating someone or if it's yourself, make sure you provide all the information that you would like mentioned. Absolutely. Um, in the body of the email or the message. <clears throat> Absolutely. And I think that's a wrap. It is. We hope you guys enjoyed. Bye, yes. Guys. Thank you for listening.